0: How do you? How do you then get money into Bitcoin? How do you transfer from a CBDC, which won't allow you to put it into Bitcoin, taking it from controlled money to uncontrolled money? That's
1: the window that we've got. Is that this is the window to educate people on it? Hi everyone and welcome to the next episode of the Bitcoin Collective Podcast. Your journey into Bitcoin, sound money, and macroeconomics with me, Jim, and me, Jordan. So Jordan, I'm now back in Dundee. Hey, hey. it's Baltic, uh, isn't it? <laughs> it's Baltic. It's Baltic. It's even colder. Having had, so I've now found out I didn't have the flu. I had the Texan COVID. Uh oh. It was, and still is, awful. Um, I always thought COVID. I kind of laughed at COVID because it's taken me, about two and a half years to catch it. Um. And I saw people with it, and I, I, you know, I read people's accounts of long COVID, but I have been hit by a rock, by a mm-hmm. rock carrying bricks. It's like, wow, where did this come from? Thank you, Wuhan Labs. It's, yeah, not nice. So it's such an interesting time. I listened to Peter McCormack's podcast last night with Corey Klipstein. Oh, I've not listened to that one yet. It's a good one. Corey's kind of fashioning himself into the the Bitcoin policeman in that way. He sees scammers who are kind of, you know, big VC scammers mm-hmm. up to no good. He's calling them out. Um and he's calling some big he's called some big ones out and he's now calling more out. And he more or less said, you know, it's so easy just to spin up, you know, somebody else uh, apparently someone else is spinning up another VC fund, somebody that just got blootard. They're they're spinning up another VC fund with so many hundred million in it that they're going to create a token, shill the shit out of it, um, and then just wait for retail to pile in and then sell it. And this has just been going on and on, and he's been watching it over in Silicon Valley. And I was listening to him thinking, this has to stop it. And it ties into the FTX thing. It's like, hold on a minute. There are good people trying to do good things and, and by human nature. See the VC firms and the lawyers. See the fucking lawyers that are putting these things together for VC firms. They should go to jail. See if you're in the UK and you're a lawyer dealing with some crypto token or crypto um, for a VC firm. We should find out what firm you are. You should go to jail for what you're doing. Because you're basically, you, you're, you're part of the scam and it's fucking ridiculous.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <And> he's back. <laughs> but, but it's true. Like it is the,
0: it's the fiat world seeing an opportunity here to jump on this blockchain bandwagon that people just use as like a fancy word. But blockchain's been around for a long time. Like it's nothing. It's nothing new. um But all these VCs jumping on it and pumping and dumping all the cryptocurrencies, and then it's. It's the people that feel the pain because they get sucked in by the marketing because there's marketing teams behind
1: these cryptocurrencies. And that's the bit, that's the bit that, and the, and Corey did talk about Solana last night and how that whole team as well, you know, the amount of people that were buying it and, and shilling it. And you're like, hold on a minute. And that made me think about the guy. Who's that rug pal, Raul Pal? He's, mm-hmm. he's also sitting in the Bahamas, isn't he? The Cayman mm-hmm. Islands pontificating, buying this and buying that and shilling that. And when you think about the whole thing, we're 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 kind of being conned. It's like someone's so it's it's less of a rug pull and more of a throwing this mask over your face. Mm-hmm. And um it's just has, it's got to stop at some point. And do you know what the problem is? Even with even with the SBF collapse and Jordan, I watched some of that video when Alan Sorkinson was interviewing that dork and I was watching the, the doc's body language, and I was like, you are a robot. You're a lizard from outer space, and you're going to do everything because you know you've got so many people tied up in your web, and you're not, he did admit liability. He's going, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry you lost all your fucking life savings. Well, he sits in the Bahamas in a $40 million apartment. Mm-hmm. There's something. So, if I go out, if I run down the street tonight naked in Dundee, I'll be in the back of a police van within 10 hours and I'll and I'll, and I'll go to, I'll be up at the court tomorrow morning, right? But this guy scams people out of hundreds of millions of dollars and gets primetime TV and allowed to say it wasn't me.
0: That is an absolute joke. There's something, because I remember we said this. We said this on, was it the last podcast? If he shows up and he'd done it virtually, he wasn't actually there in person shock because he might have got arrested. Um, but he why is he getting a voice he's on it he's lost billions of dollars, and it's just normal people's money. A lot of that will just be ordinary joe ordinary Jane who thought that they were putting their money into this new technology um this safe company, yeah, and he's allowed to be on t v then. You see everyone clapping at the end.
2: Yeah, the clap. He, they give him a clap.
0: They gave him a clap at the end. And what is going on? What like, what's going on in the world? I'm in shock. Like, this guy is clearly a fraudster, and he's at a conference, talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well done, well done. You've just lost eight
1: billion dollars." Right, I was, have I have no the, words. It was the bit when he said. I had no idea that money was would be transferred from one company to another. You're the CEO. You had what? access. You ran all the accounts, mate. Him, you just see why?
0: Like, the co-founder? Uh, no, is it? The, was she the co-founder? Anyway, she was one of the, um, was she the CEO? Can't remember the little small girl she looks like that was also running the company. Um, she'd actually said that. They knew the money was going. Yeah. And that's what the interviewer said. He was like, well, she said this. He was like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, my
1: God. I can't... I couldn't believe it. There's will be thick as thieves. They'll all start blaming each other. They'll try and get out of it. They'll do deals. Um, they'll, they'll do but deals. have clearly done
0: a deal already.
1: There's <laughs> I mean, clearly he,
0: a deal being done.
1: He was buying... The, the influence he was buying politically and financially was just... And the, but the thing is... He was buying it with client funds, mm-hmm. so it's, you know it's almost like. Well, what I does just... that sound like? It's a Ponzi scheme.
0: You're taking from from the bottom to give to the top, yeah. like that's exactly what this is, and that's what the fiat system is. It was FTX was just a tool to
1: <laughs> increase that, accelerate that. Yeah, probably one of the worst. Uh, oh, I I, I I just find that he he'll, he'll end up. He'll end up dead under the auspices That he committed suicide Because he knows too much mm. He knows way too much about, Way too much About what's going on um, Anyway i will be interested to see if the attorney general In the Bahamas takes action or not On that yeah. one I bet not So Bringing it, now I've a right good rant Bringing it back to Bringing it back to Peter's, let me bring it back to Peter's uh, podcast. And what he said, Jordan, was he's really never felt so discombobulated and so weird, such weird times and so insecure and such volatility as he feels right now. And you and I were chatting, chatting before the pod, and that's how I'm feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. Never said anything
1: like it. No, I don't
2: think anyone has really seen anything like it in i don't know it i would say in the life in your lifetime but the only thing you could probably relate it to is 2008 like what happened there um but
0: it feels very strange i don't know what's going to happen next because we are going into like, the fourth turning, and, like, there needs to be a revolution, essentially. If if we're going by that book, we need to go through some sort of destruction and, like, a, a war, or maybe physical, or if that's a peaceful war, I hope, um, we need to go through some sort of that to come out the other side, so... There's a lot more to come, I think. But it's
1: very strange. It ties it ties into what Majid Nawaz talked to us about, and he talked about this fourth turning isn't going to be fun. hmm And so many organizations are going to try and grab stuff. And then it made me look about, and then we're going to come to this the, the CBDCs and, and the, the European Union. The European mm-hmm. Union has turned from this. Which I believe with this kind of open socialist, kind of libertarian thing into, it's almost like becoming. And I use this word. Should I use this word? Will I get? Will I get a a, a row for it? But it just kind of feels like Nazi Germany. It feels like you're not allowed. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. We would dictate what you say. We would dictate where you spend your money. And and it's not even the politicians. This is these are bankers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: These are people who went to school and did fuck all, then went to university and did fuck all, then get jobs in banks, and then realised that they don't have to work for a living. I've got to laugh at Barclays Bank, Santander Bank, all these banks that come up on my Twitter feed saying, we know you're going through a tough time right now. Yeah, well, you have your bonuses. Yeah. It's just bonus time. And yeah. you just think, at what, point, at what point in the United Kingdom, remember mind Europe, are we going to say enough's enough and take to the streets? Enough is enough.
2: I, I don't know if taking to the streets is... Like, what, was, what would that achieve, going to the streets? Like, you know what you need to I do? do?
1: So instead of going to the streets, go, go to Nicola Sturgeon's house. Go to Anna Sarwar's house. Go to the houses and protest outside them, and then they'll listen to you because the neighbours will be cheesed off, right? But what is that? And I'm not, not singling not... them out. They were just two politicians. I'm not singling yeah. them out. Um, please don't go. Please don't go to to any of those two politicians' <laughs> houses. I'm just saying, unless you you're right, because what I was trying to get to is you've got to direct your protest to something specific. Other, I, I, otherwise, you're just standing in the street, aren't you?
2: Yeah. Um like what who was it? The let me
0: find this. I just put this up on LinkedIn and it was a video from uh Friedrich Haeick. Friedrich Hayek? Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um but what he was saying in I think it was the nineteen sixties or nineteen seven no, it must be in the 1970s. Is all we can do is by some sly or roundabout way introduce something they can't stop. When he was talking about denationalizing
2: the money, essentially. Yeah. So and I think that's what we have to do is focus on
0: there is a way out of that system. And instead of, I don't know. I don't, I just can't see what hap- What it would achieve going to the streets and being like, "Yeah, there's a big problem here." And well,
1: see, so therefore, if you, so, if you're in China right now and you're going to the streets, the reason you're going to the streets is because you've been locked down. You've had enough. Mm-hmm. In the UK, we're not feeling enough pain yet. Yeah, and I think that's what Majid Nawaz was alluding to. We haven't felt enough pain yet. That. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I'm looking at the really good work I'm seeing in the West End of Dundee, and I, even even in the Scottish Parliament, you know, it's almost at this time of year, food banks helping out, you know, the, uh, the West End, helping out the poor, totally get that. Uh, I've decided I'm not taking any Christmas presents this year that we're not going to give each other, but we're going to give to local food banks instead. So, but that, oh, that to me, that... Uh, you get <laughs> it's short termist. It feels yeah. short term because then when that then finishes, and then you go back into the next year, and it's almost like, well, that was the, it is the season to be jolly is gone. Yeah, it was gone, and you go back to the normal. Go back to normal. It's, so you're it's, right; it's, it's breaking out of the cycles. You're
0: right. Like we're going, everything's going in cycles and breaking out of these. Because if you look at what the Fed said, um, they said in December they can see that the rate hikes won't be as much as they've been doing. So then they're, they're just slowly changing direction again, which is then just yeah.
1: another cycle Are they changing? beginning. Are they changing direction? Well, they're
0: going to start printing money soon. Well, when I say soon, I don't know <laughs> how long. I,
1: all they're doing is, to me, just a little signal to say we're just going to prolong the pain. It's
2: mm. not going
1: to be, the pain isn't going to be short and sharp. So coming back to so coming back to the protest bit and coming back to the because um, this is not a protest podcast but coming back to the um, I feel like a commodity. So I feel like a commodity. So you pay your taxes. You you are generally decent. Try and be a decent enough person. You don't assault anyone. You don't. You try. You you know. You're you're cognizant of how the world is changing. But then you look and say, hold on a minute, are the powers that be taking the piss? Because I, I, I feel like a commodity. It's almost like you don't have a voice. I mean, look at Scotland just now. Scotland, the Scottish courts have said, we don't want an SN, we don't want, there's no there's no legal mandate for an SN, um, a referendum. Mm-hmm. But then they've come out and said, well, we're going, to have a, we're going to have one anyway, but we're going to just use the next election as a proxy for it. Like, Hold on a minute, does the word of the court not even matter anymore? So I feel like I'm a commodity. So the only way I can move out from being a commodity is to take action. Now, what that action looks like, I do not know. Mm-hmm. But I do know that if I take some action that makes someone lose something, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to go in front of a court. Where Sang Bankman freed lost billions or stole billions and is not up in front of a court.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Something's not right. mm mm-hmm. So, coming back to European Union. So, the European Union came out this week. Or it wasn't actually European Union. It was European Central Bank. And yes. it, was, it wasn't the CEO. It was staffers. So, mm-hmm. fall bags. Idiots, right? People who have probably never done a day's work in their life. They've gone from university into policy. They've done history and politics at uh, some polytechnic somewhere. And then they're fucking um, writing blogs in the EC ECB blog. Yeah. Telling us how that's, rubbish Bitcoin is while Credit Swiss goes down the pan.
0: That's an absolute joke. And I mean when you're saying that about the education, like
2: oh, Eton
0: is running like Eton University or call is it a college or university? College. College. That they're running the UK pretty much. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I was, yeah. It's crazy when you actually think about that like how many of the people who are running our country actually went there anyway that's digressing but um yeah this blog that came out by DCB i i mean i i laughed at it but i was also scared by it scared because the lack of knowledge from if if whether it was intentional or not it felt like they had researched Bitcoin maybe back in 2016. They looked into it and they just dismissed it and they've been like, oh yeah, this is not going to do anything. And they've not come back to it. And then they were just like, oh, I'm going to write about my experience back in 2016 when it was a very different, it was very different. It's come on a long way in the last six years. So to say that, the Bitcoin transactions are cumbersome, slow, and expensive, and Bitcoin has never been used to any significant extent for legal, real-world transactions. It's complete bull, and I, I don't know how they can get away with putting that on the official European Central Bank
2: website when yeah. it's not true. It's not. You can't see that. Let me read that again. Bitcoin
0: has never been used to any significant extent for legal real-world transactions. Look at how many merchants around the world accept Bitcoin. Yeah. Why why is that not? Surely that's a legal real-world transaction.
1: Well, look at at Fidelity Digital. So Fidelity Digital are offering Bitcoin as an investment-grade product, and they're now going to create a Bitcoin wallet. It's like some, as you see, some staffer is gaslighting us because right? they're terrified. Because yeah. actually, if Bitcoin does go to its, where it could go, these people won't, it would be a bank. The European Central Bank is not, it's not even a bank. It doesn't have any money, it prints it. So, if you know, <laughs> if, you and I up a, if you and I set up a fraudulent scheme in my house where we start printing uh, euros, and we get caught. We go to jail. You get at seven o'clock in the morning. Your door gets panned in. There's a warrant red out to you, and then you're hustled into the back of a van. Hmm. They just get they get to print it willy nilly. You then write what they want on their blogs, it's, and that's the bit that I think that makes me feel like a commodity. Uh, and at some point, you've got to stand out against this and say this this isn't correct.
0: And I think the whole thing about this is that we never decided that this is the way that we wanted our money to be. Correct. Um, like, this was imposed upon everyone. Yep. That this is how it's going to be in, like, 1971, when the whole world defaulted, or America, subsequently, the whole world defaulted on the gold standard um, and came off the gold standard, sorry. So but we didn't pick. We didn't choose. This is what we wanted. It would be a different story if we were, if back then, they said, oh, okay, should we come off and you're going to trust us? Let's have a vote on this. It would be slightly different um, now because the people did decide that, but they but they didn't. And I, I just don't think that's right. I don't think that's fair. And I don't like the direction that the current monetary system is forcing the world into, which is why... I don't have my heating on during the winter and I'm sitting here with a hot water bottle so I can buy more Bitcoin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm sitting with three fleeces on. That's probably because I've had the Texan COVID. And that's why Bitcoin, (laughs) I don't know if you could
0: relate this, but that's why Bitcoin teaches you delayed gratification. I'm sitting here in the short term. I'm willing to feel the pain. I'm willing to obviously not get too cold. But I'm willing to sacrifice in the short term to, like, profit in the long term. And when I say profit, I don't mean like investor wise. Yes, you do. Yes,
1: you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you oh, do. yeah. Because even, even Peter McCormack says, I don't want the price at sixteen. I want the price at forty six because it's good for me because it's good for my business. But also, yeah. but also, what it does is it if, if the price of Bitcoin. When the price of Bitcoin does go up, and that's an error, this is not financial advice, it's just our opinion, and it gives it more credibility. It seems to have lost credibility just now, even though we know that in this bear market, it's not have come back down to three thousand six hundred dollars. It's still tripling around seventeen thousand dollars. yeah, and it's, nothing's changed. like yeah.
0: not, if anything, it's getting better day by day. Like people the amount of people that are building on top of Bitcoin and are innovating on top of Bitcoin is staggering now, like I can't keep up with it um yeah, and it's evolving so fast that yeah, nothing fundamentals changed, so why care about the price? The price has only changed because the currency that we actually price Bitcoin in
1: has gone to shit. I, that's the only well, reason. I mean, Bitcoin's been down the pan just now for a number of reasons, and that number of reasons are FTX, Celsius, Luna Terra, BlockFi, lack of sentiment, the fact that uh, the first thing people do is sell. Uh, the, these traders do is sell their Bitcoin to pay off their debts and the, the margin calls. So. I mean, there's a load of stuff we've just come through the pandemic. Inflation it was at an all-time high. We've got bank interest rates being thrust upon us. So you put all that into it. I, I totally get it. But what happens, and let's say in two years' time, the Bitcoin price goes back up to $50,000. What do you say to these gaslighting uh, staffers at the ECB who've said it's just about to die? This is a, the, the final gas before his death. What do you say to them uh, when it goes back up? At what point do they get sacked? What point do they get sacked? I said, they they'll sacks get made, anybody nowadays?
0: No, they'll get made redundant. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe not in two years, but... Yeah, like, well, in in banks especially, like, there's no accountability,
1: um, no accountability. within
0: the, within the system. And that's what Bitcoin brings you. It's like, it's an honest network that if you are a bad actor within that network, you're going to get found out and you're going to lose.
1: That's... They don't get that, though. They don't yeah. get that. All they see they, is points They've been scheme. brought up. It, yeah, that's yeah, fair
0: enough, because that's, that's how we've all been brought up in
1: yeah.
0: this fiat mindset. It's about trying to yeah, change that and think what would happen if we did live, if we flipped that um
2: so it's not
0: i don't want to say so that
2: it's when, it's when i see so actually when let, I let me just sorry it's not the fault of i might get shit for this
0: but it's not the fault of the actors within the system it is actually it's the system that we are we're working in because they're just doing their job within this broken system is how i see it um but yeah, then you could have the argument that they sh- should be open-minded and look at out with the system. Um, but that's what this. Should we move on to the open letter just before? Um, yeah, we got. So someone wrote an open letter to the ECB after they saw this blog, and it was amazing. I'll put it in the show notes below so people can read it. What was the name of the? Person on Twitter, do you remember? Crixton. Yeah. Um, I'll also put that in to give them credit towards it. Cosmo Crickster. Um, and what they said is, like, they were just explaining, like, above all nations is humanity, and that's what we should be taking into account. Like, these people making the decisions, they're doing it for the bank they're doing it for the nation they're doing it for profits but we should be looking above that and that is like humanity as a as a whole and what's going to profit humanity it was really
2: good i'll put it in for everyone to read it
1: so someone came back with a strong retort to them will they read it probably not I hate reading it because it'll be like, well, how dare you write back to us? We're the European Central Bank staffers. Yeah. And I looked into them
0: and they're um, both heavily involved with uh,
2: the CBDCs. Yeah.
1: There's another thing that makes me feel like a commodity. So, and, and, and Nicola Sturgeon, who's been in power way too long, way too long. Did you see the other guy down at Westminster, the... Who's a big fat guy, at Westminster? It was it the, the SNP leader? Oh, he's I'm just not retired. That. To eat, he's just... retired to eat more fudge. He's gone up to back back to the sky to eat more fudge because he all he does is eat fudge, right? Because he's getting. I watched him just get bigger over the last five years. So West the Westminster bars and restaurants must be really good down there. <laughs> so he after five years calls it a day. Nicholas Sturgeon's still going. And I look and I think and I think to myself, well, the problem is when you when you've been in power for so long, you do not want to lose power. So the 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 idea of an independent Scotland then taking on its own currency gives you more power. It's like the guy at FTX, I'll create my own token. So Scotland will create its own token huh. and it'll ultimately end up bankrupt or bankrupting something or someone. As the commodities will end up bankrupt and being told it wasn't our fault. So they've been told it was our fault. So. It's
2: just the same. Like, these are like, the FTT token,
0: which was FTX's token, is just a form of fiat. But it's instead of a government that's in control, it's just a business that's in control of that currency.
2: So, yeah, if we have but, our own
1: token, but that—that's the whole thing. What, what, what the Scott what the SNP will do is say, "Oh, look, look at you all want to vote uh, independent." Therefore, we'll take um and and the and the staffers over the ECB will love it because they'll say, "Great, let's use them as the guinea pig." The same way Thatcher used us as the, as a guinea pig for. For, for uh, poll tax Let's use them And see if CBD's Work in Scotland if they don't All kill themselves um, And eat each other up After a couple of years Maybe it's okay Because ultimately That's what we want to do Because the, the SNP Have worked out Well we've not got any money they, they they If we do what they say Right Have you read that ECB letter Aye Well let's do what they say Over there And they'll give us money But then they'll tell us How to spend it It's brilliant It means we'll have to Spend all the money in this and the next thing Because all we'll of a central bank and digital currency. Life will be great. And that's the biggest gaslight. That's the biggest gaslight of them all. It's not a couple of dudes writing a a blog on Bitcoin. It's the fact that the Scottish people, all nearly 6 million of us, are going to go taken off the cliff by the Pied Piper. Mm -hmm. Pied Piper that lives over in, in, in Frankfurt. And that's what people are missing. This is the bit that's dawning for me that makes me feel even more of a commodity. The more I, the, the deeper I go into this, mm-hmm. something has to be done, Jordan. I don't know what it is. I think you just got. When it comes to voting, ten, you're going to have to. I mean, I'm getting too old now. And when I'm sixty, I'm quite happy to have a CBDC and just tell me I can only buy two ounces of tobacco, four, four pints at four pints of a ale, of but, and, no, and not worked. much more. <laughs> You I'm even switching. Smoke. I'm switching to tobacco. I'll be told to smoke. I'll be told. I'm, you've got to buy tobacco because it's good for you. It means we get you, but we bump you off earlier, so you're less of a demand on the NHS. <laughs> right? So the difficulty, the the, the the responsibility therein lies with the people your age to say, what do you want? How do you want to be live your lives in the next thirty to forty years? And I think that's why what we need to push the most is
0: the edu- is it's all the education around this and bitcoin is just a tool to fight this to fight back against this um just
2: think of bitcoin yeah as a tool to think, actually think about this
1: think about this i know what you're saying so i just spent 2 weeks in texas and i told you in the last podcast bitcoin is everywhere mhm it's not everywhere not everyone knows about it, but in terms of the the, the communication, the landscape, the narrative, there's a growing community. There's, there's cities and towns that are going to be Bitcoin. So it's happening over there. It's definitely happening. Now, you then come back on the plane to this time zone in the ECB and couple of dudes are saying, "Oh, it's not very good. It's going to, it's going to finish, la daddy, da." And you're looking at both sides of the world, and you go, there's one not talking to the other?" Yeah. These, you know, you need to get these dudes out and sit in front of Ted Cruz or the other senators that were at that conference who are saying, "This is good. To this is brilliant and what it can do for for the electricity grid and renewables, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." And then they say, like, you know, it uses up more more electricity than, than a city, like a Australia. Give it a break. And and that that's the bit, that's the disinformation and the gaslighting that's going on where we live. And we're right, and we're stuck in the middle because we did Brexit. And I'm beginning to think, even though Brexit sounds really, it's been horrendous for businesses, I just wonder if it could end up being a good thing and shield us from the, shield us from... The ECB?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It depends what direction we go, isn't it? Like,
2: yeah. It could throttled. be
0: even more downhill. Like, I don't know what Rishi sunak has got planned for his crypto hub, um, but I know Bitcoin's not involved in that, um, which worries me massively.
1: Um, so, yeah. again, again, that comes back, Jordan, to what we've discussed before. The reason Bitcoin has not get any voice at Westminster is because there's no VCs or law firms or lobbyists behind it all making mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Living out in Ascot, right, in the leafy mm-hmm. suburbs, getting the train in every day to their big fancy offices where they craft VC crypto token deals. Yeah. And that's the problem. So there's nobody there. exact same way that Sam uh, Bankman Freud had all the opportunity he needed to buy politics, politicians, celebrities, all the rest of it, right? To to do all that, there's Bitcoin wasn't able to do that, so Bitcoin's mm-hmm. still not able to do that. And it comes back to what you say. That's why it's so pure, because mm-hmm. it just ticks away. It's so it's it's, it's completely different. You can't go, bit you can't go in and start messing around with it and say, "Tell you what, we'll give you fifty Bitcoin if you promote this." Who's going to give you fifty Bitcoin? There's no bank. To do it. There's no vault. There's no treasury. That's but, the big thing, isn't it?
0: But it's now I feel very much like we're against the clock at the moment. Um, and I've said this before, that there's. I think we've got a period of five to ten years. Um, I'll put another report, actually, that I read this week about CBDCs in uh, the show notes, which is very interesting about how many countries are developing this and how far along they are but you, so say they come in they're going to be able to get the cbdcs in fairly easily they're just going to flick um either let's just use uh benefit payments or uh pension payments or whatever it is they will manage to get it in how do you how do you then get money into Bitcoin. How do you transfer from a CBDC, which won't allow you to put it into Bitcoin, taking it from controlled money to uncontrolled money? That's the window that we've got, I feel anyway, is that this is the window to educate people on it because once CBDCs get a stronghold in, in, in uh, the UK that's used, then it's going to be very, very hard to put money into Bitcoin. Because we're seeing this at the moment already. Banks, like, who was it, Starling, that now don't do anything with crypto exchanges. We're slowly seeing it, and it's just cutting off the roads into Bitcoin. That's why we, I feel that we have this short window.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you... So, on on the whole front of what's going on just now, which which actually has been really good. It's a horrendous end to the year. It's been a horrendous year when I, when I think about the, what the Bitcoin price was last year and I look at it now and the hope and all the rest of it. But if you think about everything that's been flushed out from Celsius and Majinski and uh, Luna, all that sort of stuff, and they're now, they're now, Corey Clipsy and reckoned that the next one to fall is going to be crypto.com. Now, we had Crypto.com as a sponsor, what, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. And you and I have seen the light. We've come through that. Um, they couldn't pay us now, but he was saying the 10-year deal that they did to sponsor the, you know, the stadium, the old Staples Stadium. Yeah. And we've got Crypto.com, and then they had uh, Matt Damon, you know, all that sort of stuff yeah. in their adverts. He reckons that that could be next to fall. That is like, the amount
0: of money that they've spent. Um Yeah. Bastard. and
1: they, that money must have been leveraged. Um, yeah, with which... the, he said that, that 10-year deal in the stadium, he said, I think it's got another eight years to go. He said, they'll never, I'll never see eight years. Because they, they were also buoyed up by their token, weren't they? Mm-hmm, yeah. A true token, which has gone down the pan. But there you go. There's another one. He said, anyone's anyone that's created a token, he says, any company that created a token or creates a token, It's going to go down the pan. And then that brings me back to a a country like Scotland who creates its own token. Because essentially that's what they're doing. They create their own currency. Mm -hmm. Will eventually go down the pan because it's part of another fiat system imposed on us. Yeah. And, And bringing it straight back to what we talked about at the beginning, me feeling like the commodity, is these guys in the ECB know. They know if they don't write that sort of shit, They're going to be redundant, moribund, out of jobs because Bitcoin will put them out of job. And that's why other banks and countries across the world are going to embrace it.
0: Yeah, and we're seeing that already. Like so many, so many places are embracing it. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting next few years. But I, even though the price is down, like, I, I've never been this bullish on Bitcoin before. Like and I'm seeing so many people come towards me and be like or just come like speak to me on in person, on LinkedIn, wherever it is and just being like agreeing that like there's something wrong. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, like I don't trust the government, I don't trust the banks anymore. And yep. they don't know where to turn. So that's where a lot of people I think don't know where to turn. I think that's a big thing. They don't know where to go. Um yep. they're seeing they're yep. they're seeing this the mask
1: come off and but they don't know what to do. But is that not part of the gaslighting in this fourth turning? And yep. that we're in the fourth turning and they don't know where to turn. Anyway, we've covered a lot there. I've got was his, a lot, I've got his was a lot, lot of the streets as well. <laughs> yeah, I've got his get outside Politician's House and Don't Sing Silent Night. Um, so I, well, I mean, I just feel that we are coming into 2023 and if we don't keep our radars up and we don't keep, you know, banging on for sound money, which is what this podcast is all about, then um, I, I, interesting. No one's coming near me. They're asking me anything and I think did you see that thing tonight that it could be a, they reckon there's a spot liquidity shock coming in Bitcoin I did see that um,
0: yeah. I wasn't sure if that was just hopium or but I mean there is a lot of Bitcoin getting snapped up at the moment Yeah. Um,
1: so I kind of could see that yeah people aren't leaving in exchanges okay folks I've covered a lot there today um, I think we've, I'm pretty sure that we'll have made you think I hope so,
2: and i I've always hated being that person. I've always looked at people shouting about stuff that, like, the system
0: that we're living in is wrong.
2: Right.
0: Um, like one example was like Russell Brand. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, i d- I don't know everything that he shouts about, but I just remembered thinking, I was like, yeah, whatever. And now it feels like <laughs> I'm one of one yes. of them, and yeah. and and that's not a bad thing anymore for me, because it is like I see the dangers of what what is happening, and I I believe that Bitcoin is the best way to get out of that.
1: It's certainly one way to give people a currency that's not controlled by U- the European Central Bank. That's, yeah. that is a worrisome organisation yeah and when you're and when you're within it the last thing you want to do is change it because it because it never bite the hand it feeds as they say exactly okay Jordan um, so we're coming to the end of 2000 or sorry 2022 it's quite an interesting year for cryptocurrency and bitcoin in general um, yeah. I think we just need to charge into next year And remember, folks, nothing of what we say is financial advice, and please do not go out in the street and riot unless you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Right, see you later. All right, cheer for now. Dope.